2: Oh, she's not old enough to get a 18.
3: What's really good with
2: you, fam? I'm 21 to get a hint. You're not going to let me in the club? can't let you go, man. You can't even drink my liquor.
0: As
3: I sit back and enjoy a nice refreshing glass of alkaline water And listen to the dip sets Well, they're not plural, they're dip set I just want to remind everybody Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen Welcome back to Three Man Weave Three Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at Chairshot Radio Network In conjunction with
2: Thechairshot.com Always use your
3: head. And use your heads. We ask, we implore, we insist upon you by supporting your favorite website for news, reviews, opinion, and analysis with attitude by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t shirt. We literally have something for everybody. Not only are you supporting the movement of the chair shot, you're also going to find a shirt that's going to make you look good and you're going to get over when you wear it out, it's Labor Day weekend. We got barbecues going on. Maybe you want to go to the beach one last time before it starts to get cold, depending on what your region is of this great country known as the United States of America. I say great in quotations, but that's neither here nor there. The fact of the matter is, if you appreciate the, the podcast, the interviews, the articles, the reviews— and everything that we provide day in and day out here at the chair shot. The best way to make sure we keep providing that content you love so much day in and day out here at the chair shot is by going to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and picking up an official chair shot t shirt. And I'm going to pull up from 35 right now, ladies and gentlemen, and suggest that if you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and type in the promo code Labor Day, you might get something off dot com forward slash the chair shop. Please and thank you. Thank you. And please. I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by the Commissioner PC Tunney and apparently the Reverend Ray Cash. Gentlemen, greetings and salutations. Salutations and greetings. Yo, L, what
2: up? I hit what else? Plus don't say word. And we got it on the yeah, night. night. All right. Sorry. Hey, that's this classic. What's up, bro? What's happening?
3: Whole bunch of nothing, a little bit of everything, man. Glad to be chopping it up with you, you gentlemen, this fine Wednesday evening. All right, cool. Dang, all right, cool. All right, cool. Hey,
2: glad <laughs> glad to be here. Just glad one, I didn't get fired on my off day. Two, just glad that apparently, um, you know, this isn't some fake thing run by people uh i'm trying to make correlations to the topics it's not working so just give me play a commercial or something this was bad
4: we can't play a commercial yet we have to talk for at least like two and a half more minutes
2: okay well this was terrible so
4: i cede the floor (laughs) to the people who can actually speak (laughs) coherently
2: and i'm the the sober one that's crazy
4: i haven't had anything to drink okay Okay, here we go um yeah, that, that's tight. but you could say that at any point that I have not had a drink yet, that I haven't had one yet, because at some point I will. I mean, it doesn't mean today; it could be tomorrow, it could be the next day. I'm Not quitting. Mama didn't raise no that, quitter. Uh, <laughs> that's, the fun, that's the fun of the joke. Well, quitters it,
3: never win, and a winner never quits. Eh, I don't know
4: if that's all true,
3: but I, know, I, got it, I, got <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Mantao Teo. Rachel Dolezal, what are we? Sean King, where are we going with this? That black kid that was a doctor,
2: the doctor, Doctor Love. Is this like a Carnac thing?
3: Leonardo DiCaprio from Oh shit, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Um, Catch Me If You Can. And now Bishop Sycamore.
4: Oh, that's your transition, hey.
2: Hashtag journalism is a shirt. Go buy it.
4: Alright, I got it. That's good. Good job. When we come back we're gonna talk about Bishop Sycamore. We can take a commercial now. You're listening to three man <laughs> You're listening to Three Man Weave on the Chairshot Radio Network.
3: Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
4: All right, gentlemen. Bishop Sycamore. um, I believe the school has had a couple different names over the previous years. I'm not sure the gentleman who was running this or the gentlemen that were running this, but the story goes that it's basically a fake high school for high school kids to come and live in a hotel and just play football. Uh, They also had junior college dropouts. So it wasn't even high school. We got 19, 20-year-olds playing on this traveling uh, ultra-brand-new football academy of a high school, right? Apparently, this is all getting paid for with bounce checks and parents' money on the road. These kids had no classes. They had no food, basically. One of the fathers got charged for their entire hotel stay on one trip. But all this being the case here, they found their way after going 0-6 and losing by an average of 38 six in those six games they found their way onto ESPN as a legit contending powerhouse football academy of a high school yeah what do you guys think about that (laughs)
2: I think that's our thoughts that's exactly our thoughts right there pretty much
3: this is awesome clap 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 this is awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh I don't even know where to begin other well, than this is the, the greatest story of all time. But go go ahead, Ray.
2: I'll start. Because not only... This is this is the greatest story of all time by far. First and foremost, how little ESPN gives a fuck about high school football to not even do any due diligence, number one. That's legendary. Number two... I went to Catholic school. I I thought I
4: I thought you were going to say I went to Bishop Sycamore. (laughs) If I did, I was ready to be like, "Get the fuck out
2: (laughs) of here, bro!" Hey, I was starting quarterback three years running, just two years ago.
3: (laughs) I was about to say at the tender age of thirty-two. Yes, Mm
4: -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. don't they sound like basically this is a A uh, AAF team, just like. Gone bad. Remember the AAF?
3: Yes. Oh, l- lest we forget, these metal Farmers played two games in a three-day span. BTW, Bro. that was a thing as well.
2: <laughs> what it, type of yeah. stuff? Um, you know what? Bring out the mean machine. That that they're more of an actual team put together than this. At least they had some semblance of some structure.
3: That's true. Head coach Paul crew and and caretaker. They probably could have did better than this, brother. Oh, my God. I mean, there's so much to unpack with this, man. I I literally don't know where to begin. I just want to get these jokes off because this is hilarious. Like Tony said, man, most of the kids, they weren't even kids. They were grown ass men. Most of these guys were juco flunk outs and they were like 19, 20 years old. There, if, There's certain footage that you can see where they're switching off helmets because they didn't have enough helmets. They're switching jerseys because they didn't have enough jerseys. Motherfuckers are smoking Newports on the sidelines. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just too. I didn't
3: know about the sharing of the helmets. It's no, so for real. Yeah, there's footage you can pull oh, up. And like boy. as fellow farmers is coming off the field, mo- most of the people were oh, playing oh, offensive no. defense anyway. But as motherfuckers are coming off the field, they're taking off their helmet and giving it to their teammate. Oh, yeah, there was a guy named with a 55 jersey. He got hurt. Nobody knew who the hell he was because. <laughs> <laughs> Like it was just a, a, a shit show, and the fact that they were able to get on ESPN, national television, national cable television. Y'all want to talk about why ESPN is going down the drain, and it got nothing to do with what they're doing or social justice or whatever the fuck. How does this happen? Exhibit How just get by anybody. And, I mean, I, I don't even blame the announcers because, you know, the announcers, that's not an easy job. So they did their due diligence trying to find all these high school all americans that were on this team and it is like yeah i never heard any of these melon farmers so they somebody said something to somebody and it was just like fuck it let's go with it
2: ain't ain't the announcers the whole reason in the first place why people figured out that it wasn't real
3: i think so because they actually said something live on air during the espn game basically to the effect i ain't never heard of none of these melon farmers
2: hey well tony you've been looking to try to get back in the game baby We'd we need, we need a wide receiver.
4: I No, I never so was a football player. Maybe. Maybe, maybe Andrew can Let's... get back in and play some line or something like that. I, the question is, how did ESPN miss this? How did ESPN miss this? Like, that's the biggest ooh, ooh, question, ooh. isn't it? Like, how did ESPN miss this? And why did this continue when this is a scam that clearly is not making anyone money? Like this is like one of the dumbest things ever, and on top of it, like shouldn't twenty, shouldn't nineteen and twenty year olds be beating the crap out of high school kids? They're getting their asses kicked by a score of thirty eight <laughs> to six each time out. How well, did ESPN miss this?
3: Go go ahead, Ray. I, I have an answer. Oh. It's not going to be popular. But oh,
2: go ahead. oh, okay. Well, so um, Alex, I will. T- I, my answer is or. Uh, the question is, because they don't give a fuck for 200?
3: That's a good answer. That's probably the best answer. My answer was going to be because of uh, uh, John Skipper, who was the president of ESPN at the time. Allegedly, I got to throw that out there, had a propensity for cocaine and bussy, which is why he stepped down. Because to avoid you know that going public, allegedly,
0: mm-hmm. and him embarrassing
3: himself and his family, that's why he got up out of there.
2: Bishop Sycamore, known fondly across the world for their cigarettes and their pussy.
3: <laughs> this is what? What was the end game here? Like, like yo, I I appreciate the ingenuity. I appreciate the hustle. I appreciate everything that went into this to make this happen. This is mwah, chef's kiss. But what was our end game here? Did you think you were gonna take that ESPN fuck money and turn yourselves into a a, a a actual school? Was this on the Dr. Umar Johnson side of the game? Like what oh, where, where are oh, we going?
2: Where oh. were we going here, sir? There's there's no greater hustler in the history of <laughs> hustles than Dr. Umar Johnson. That is the greatest hustler. I mean, Nikki Barnes don't got nothing on <laughs> Umar Johnson for the record. Number one. Number two, my summation is that. Had they won them games, homie would have got through with that cash and been like I see y'all later, and it would have been somewhere in the island hanging out with Ja Rule and the Firefest people. So it didn't, it didn't work out the way they wanted because as Tunney so eloquently pointed out, these old dudes got their ass beat by these kids. So I mean, I'll tell you this: if I if I go play Emily Bass right now, I know we gonna, I'm gonna get dunked on. So like I'm not gonna go play him.
3: Yeah, yeah, grown men haven't been this embarrassed since Cat Williams got beat up by them seventh graders. Like, what what are y'all oh. doing? How <laughs> do y'all lose to kids that have curfews? Y'all grown, y'all can buy cigarettes.
2: <laughs> That's probably why to, they're bad. Because they, they love just gone. You don't even
3: need a fake ID. You legal.
2: Oh you man. can vote. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> You're
3: losing imagine, the kids that still have night lights. They got imagine, night lights because they're scared um, of the dark.
2: Imagine your speed X receiver after the play in the huddle smoking a Newport. I think I understand why you're not getting open, big dog. I think proof is in the pudding. Um, This shit was can can a we key appeal sketch. Hingle Mcringleberry, <laughs> Le- Legit. <laughs> this was the East-West game in real life. Oh man, even but that's how you, you, y'all remember um Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood Stories from the Chappelle Show and how he said, very, and I'll, I'll live by this quote he said, There's a there's a ton of great storytellers in the world who could make that shit up, <laughs> who who could make this up, you know, it's just <laughs> it's it's it will go. History is one of the greatest stories about I
4: it. never put my feet on your couch. Alright, I jumped. <laughs> all right, I jumped all over the
3: motherfucker. <laughs> I, I'm still I never gave you money. <laughs> I'm tripping these melon farmers got on ES fucking PN, man. Espen. ESPN. Not only is that ESPN, that's ABC. Not only is that ABC and ESPN, and that's Disney. What's going on? What's happening?
2: Make you somewhere having a conniption right now?
3: <laughs> they made it on here? Walt Disney's Frozen Head is turning itself over right now. <laughs> Coming this fall to Disney Plus.
4: A fake story of a real football team. I know that's all I got.
2: Hey, you joking? They had the story of old boy that played, uh, that took over, his, that had to uh, take his son in, or his his brother
4: in as a son for Clemson. What? Safety. Watch watch one team survive a whole week from eating one night of Shakey's Pizza Buffet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. They, coming that's soon what... to
4: Disney Plus, they were counted out. They, that's what one of the... Nobody believed it. Oh, them. <laughs> That's what the dad said. He went on the road trip, and he's like, they would take him to a buffet and probably ditch the bill, but they would take him to a buffet, and these kids would just eat until they couldn't move because they never got to eat.
2: How do you ditch a bill with, like, 55 people, though?
4: Uh, Oh, uh, money's on the bus. Come on, kids. Load up the bus. I'll be right back.
3: So, there was an interview no, that I there's read. No, there's no bus. They're staying at the hotel across the line. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's,
0: the, it's, the ho-
3: it's the hotel shuttle. That's what pick them up from the game, the hotel shuttle. Take them <laughs> back to the uh fucking uh, luxury suites or the fucking gotta, uh, extended stay, you know?
2: They got to make three, full trips. And he's like, it, it, <laughs> next time it'll be here, I promise. <laughs> next time.
3: Yeah. And that poor schmuck that's riding the bus. God damn, pal. <laughs> like it <laughs> So there there was an interview with uh, one of their five-star recruits. He was actually 15 at the time. It was on a Complex, if you want to check it out. And he's the one that was talking about, hey, yeah, most of these Mellon Farm was like 19, 20 years old. But he was talking about how, yeah, they were sleeping on, they were bunked up in hotel rooms, sleeping on the floor. The coach was paying for all of this through bounce checks. And there were times where they had to go to the grocery store and steal food just so they could eat. You know, that's not funny, except it is. <laughs> hey, hey, like, it sucks that kids ain't eating, but these motherfuckers weren't kids, so... <laughs> it's, it's only
2: funny because it's self-inflicted. If this was really their life, it wouldn't be funny. But, like, one dude put them through this, and these m- melon farmers, if I may use a platism, uh, they chose. Like, after the first game, when you saw what it was, like, wouldn't you be like, no, nah, nah, son, I'm going home?
3: So this think? guy... Or this young man that, you know, I read his uh, his description, which his description was great too. look up the complex article because, number one, this guy ain't exactly a Rhodes Scholar. You know, obviously not because he wasn't in class. He wasn't taking no no classes, but he was saying uh, he actually moved to the Columbus area just for this school. And I'm looking at you like and, you know, he's talking to his mom. You knew you wasn't going to school. Like you, you, you knew you wasn't going to school, so like I only got so much sympathy for you. Everybody gonna get these jokes, man. This is funny,
2: Mister Platt. I have one quick question for you. You mentioned the word Columbus. Would that be Columbus, Georgia, or Columbus,
3: Ohio? Oh come on, man! This has O H I O written all over it. Does it not? Henceforth, the jokes that I give
2: to Ohio as a record label, as a group, and a motherfucking crew. Continue, and only just will continue to abound, because uh, yeah, this this absolutely sounds like that Ohio Ohioan type nonsense. So, Southeast Ohio, <laughs> what do you want me to do?
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> this is great.
4: Yeah, I got nothing else here. I mean, I think we pretty much said it. It's interesting that this. I, I guess the best thing is that this didn't get worse. Like something serious, like didn't happen to some of these kids or something like that, you know? I mean, some of them are kids. Be... These,
3: yeah, but these men. No, but Parents you said there's, the
4: you said there was a 15 year old, like 16. If you haven't graduated high school yet, and someone goes, "Well, we're on ESPN. What do you think?" Now you're like, "Okay, well, I guess it's pretty fucking legit," you know? If you're a kid, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just glad it didn't get worse than It, it could have. Things could have been a lot worse, considering what you hear about this story. Let's just put it that way.
2: My only, my last question before we move on from here is, yo, when the next
3: game. Well, this, th- this is the problem, Ray, because eighty-seven point five percent of the squad actually just enlisted for the Army Reserves because they're old enough to do so. So I, I don't even the think they can field. Bro. I don't even think they can eleven players at this point. In time but, I, know, they, they went off to be all they could be. So.
4: No, I, I heard this story. That's funny you ask that, Ray. But I heard this story on my local morning sports show on my drive in and somebody's actually scheduled to play them next week. I believe it. I believe it. Look,
2: next week, three men weave live reaction to the Bishop Sycamore
0: game.
3: Y- y'all remember those uh Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect vignettes before he came in and the one where he threw the ball to himself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boy, Dante Culpepper and Randy
4: Moss, same time, baby. (laughs) All right, folks, you're listening to Three Man Weave on the Chair Shot Radio Network, a part of thechairshot.com, where we encourage you to always use your head. Enough of the fake football. We're going to get something after the break here that's oh, too real to one NFL player. We'll be right back.
2: Speaking
4: of Bishop Sycamore and new recruits. Yeah, great, great. That could have waited until your turn. <laughs> we'll
2: play. Cam. <laughs> that, <laughs> that was bad. Cam... Thank you. I was like, I, look, I have one every now and then in the chamber, bro. Oh, I can go now? Okay. Cam Newton. Oh, cut... wait, I mean, yeah. Just, yeah, you, you, this is just your show, baby. I kind of. You sure? Oh, it's you. not my show. Here. It's
4: not my show.
3: I just
2: work
4: here. I just, I don't know. Go ahead.
3: I'm an unpaid intern on the uh, Bishop Sycamore side of the game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying hey, and to get I, recruited. You know? <laughs>
2: and, and, and I ain't getting no stick-in pizza
4: either. <laughs> yeah. Platt, maybe, like, maybe I can get
3: the scholarship to full sell. You know
4: Platt, what I mean? <laughs> no, no. Platt, <laughs> Platt's mom asked him the one thing that she made sure to pack him when he went away to Bishop Sycamore. And Platt said, plastic bags to line my cargo pants when I go to the
3: buffet.
2: <laughs> all right <laughs> gotta get food for thursday friday and saturday
3: no the uh, move is to bring a, a young lady with you that got a big ass purse that's the move that's how you pull that off well right. yeah here
4: you go all
2: right the cam- old movie house the yeah. old movie heist idea i got you
4: cam cam newton i thought that was cutting a circle in the bottom of the po- never mind cam newton cut by the patriots that's a different.
3: <laughs> your chick hand up in my popcorn pop. That's a different one, man. Popcorn. You'd have some
4: Salty Johnson. But anyway, Salty Johnson, there's a name for this. Uh, salty, Johnson. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: salty
4: Johnson. Salty Johnson. Salty Johnson, I, also the wide receiver. <laughs> the receiver.
3: <laughs> no, he, he was he was wide receiver, defensive end, water boy, equipment manager, <laughs> and fake ID guy. He's the guy they went to to get the beard. You know what and, I mean? Because he, he, he was and 21. He drove the bus. I'm late yeah. night. Where do we get ourselves a Where so. do we get ourselves
4: a Bobby Boucher? <laughs> oh
2: my God! Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, Cam Newton. Sorry, sorry, Cam Newton. Yes,
3: well, he is available. Well, and that's, if, does he have some eligibility left? He did leave college after three years, you know. So I guess the
4: bigger question here isn't Do you do you think Cam still has it or not? Will he get picked up by a team? Likely, but isn't it kind of the whole? vaccinated or not thing making it a lot easier for teams to say well we could keep this guy oh that's vaccinated or we could keep this guy that's not vaccinated because when you take away from like a health and safety point of view you can strictly look at it going well if player a is not going to be available part of the season and player b is going to be available the entire season then i have to go by the old keanu reeves saying in sports movies I'm amazed at your ability to show up.
3: Uh, but by the way, I, I, this is a show idea, by the way, and it's got to star Danny McBride. <clears throat> he was a high school all-star quarterback or whatever. He never graduated because he didn't care about grades, and he went. He got picked up in a training camp and got drafted straight out of high school, and he ended up getting cut because they caught him jerking off by the goal poster. Some goofy shit. Y'all can fill in the blanks here but he goes back to his old high school team at like 35 and is the starting quarterback so he can finish out and get his uh, high school diploma
2: so basically East Mountain Dow.
3: Bas- <laughs> yeah basically but football yes yeah it's pretty much football. the same premise am i wrong yeah it worked before why couldn't it work now
2: <laughs> so let, let me let me let me ask you a question to try to get back on track here a little bit because these Bishop Sycamore j- jokes going to Run all day. Unlike what Cam Newton can do right now. Sorry. just be, mm. Sorry. That was that was low. Sorry. Um, but uh, uh, no, Urban Meyer got in trouble for this just this week for that for that same premise, what you what you mentioned, because he insinuated and probably in real life did. Um, most of the people he released probably were unvaccinated and he insinuated that in an the, in the interview And the Jaguars brass had to come out and say, no, that that vaccination status didn't have any bearing and who was released or cut to get down to 55. But you make a great point. And I think Cam Newton and Cole Beasley are probably the two biggest people involved with the vaccination or not vaccination. And Cam won't even talk about it. But Cam keeps getting (laughs) these situations where it becomes news. Like Cole Beasley talks about it every chance he gets. Cam Newton hasn't said one word about it, but you caught COVID last week. You keep having these issues with not taking your test or something happened. And first and foremost, you lost the job. You did not play well enough to beat the rookie. Mac Jones played better than you, number one. On top of that, I can't trust you to be my backup if you, just like Tony said, if I can't trust you to be here for 17 weeks, kind of kills the point. So I am curious, will it affect other quarterbacks and other starters? Because people like Kirk Cousins have came out and said, I ain't doing it. So will this affect um, Carson Wentz just came back and now he has to quarantine Tannehill COVID and he was out. I don't know if either one of them are vaccinated or not. That's, you know, but I, this is going to be a much bigger issue than we probably initially thought going into this.
3: Did you say Tannehill COVID? 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 Is that what you said?
2: I, I don't know if this is one of those platitudes or
3: not. He no, T- it. no, you said Tannehill was Cuck Hogan, and I mean, whatever you do in your private life, that's on you. But
2: that was a reach, brother.
3: <laughs> you he was Cuck around, Cuck Hogan. it off. <laughs> yeah, apparently, so did Hill's wife. But that's neither here nor there. Oh boy, you the one said he was Cuck Hogan out here. Oh, you said that, not me.
2: I apologize that my speech in that moment was worse than Bishop Sycamore's game on the field.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. All, all, yeah, but seriously, though, all jokes aside, I don't see it like that. Hmm. What I see is, so number one, Bill Belichick, a.k.a. Captain Charisma, he runs a pretty tight ship up there in Boston, which means nothing gets out that he doesn't want to get out. You know what I mean? And th- the writing has been on the wall for weeks now. Like, you you don't even have to read tea leaves. Like, it's just been what it's been. You know what I mean? There's been a lot of reports coming out of New England that they were dissatisfied and, and upset with Cam Newton. You know, I can't... Number one, I can't blame it on the fact that he chose to play rap music during practice because everybody on that team is 35 and under, which means they all listen to rap music, so that's bullshit. And even his... we Which... Really, we don't know his stance. We think we know his stance, but we don't really. You know what I mean? I don't right. even think that's the case because out of a team of, what is it, 55, 65 players, no matter what his stance is, he ain't the only Mellon Farmer that feels that way. Plus, you bring in on a, a myriad of coaches. He's not the only one that feels that way. So I, I, I don't think – but he's an easy target. So you throw these things out here, people always – already, especially the media, have a uh, – propensity to and i'll I, I butcher that word too but they they're they're already predisposed to shit on cam newton anyway so you throw that out there and then you cut him okay cool and we're just gonna keep it moving like an escalator honestly i think that they just wanted to go with the kid i think they wanted to go with the young man they had to justify that decision and the fact of the matter is you can't if you want to go with the kid there's no way in hell that you can keep Cam on the roster because the yeah. first time the kid has a bad game or he does something stupid, it, it's just going to be a distraction. It, just having Cam there in your locker room, it's going to be a distraction because you know how the media is. You know how they do. They're going to be harping on that shit. But and it, they, the kid played well. And I haven't been the biggest proponent for Mac Jones, but the fact of the matter is winning is habitual. And while I think he had a plethora of riches to work with at Alabama, somebody had to be the captain of the ship. And it was him. Plus, it's an easy transition because Nick Saban, who's down there in Tuscaloosa at Alabama, he's underneath that Bill Belichick coaching tree. He was Mm -hmm. actually the defensive coordinator for Bill Belichick at his time in Cleveland back in the day. I, I don't remember if he went with him to the Patriots or if he was coaching Michigan State at the same time. But, I mean, it's it's literally the exact same system because he and, learned that treat.
2: And they're best friends. So
3: Yeah, so it's the same shit. So they thought that this kid was best to go with. So you go out there, you slander Cam, get the veteran out. And now it's the kid's job. He's going to seek or swim.
4: I mean – it's got to be a, a an amalgamation of, of all these things. At what percentage you can figure out at your own disposal? Amalgamation. fucking Wow, that's, that's, that's all it takes to impress you. Oh man, uh, I'm, a, I'm a simple bitch. I thought you knew that. So you got <laughs> uh, so you got you got Mac Jones playing really well and
3: trusting tr- Mac Jones. Album coming soon.
2: Okay. 28133080 sorry, yeah.
4: I have a Mike Jones album somewhere here. I'm not sure which one, but anyway, uh you got that. You got not wanting to keep him around now because you probably don't think he's going to be the best backup in the quarterback room. You probably don't want to pay the 11 million dollars and you don't have to if he doesn't make the starting roster. If he doesn't make the 53-man roster, you ain't got to pay him. And and yeah. you know I would say three, the availability thing with the COVID. Whether you like it or not, Urban Meyer just said what everybody's thinking, right? He shouldn't have said it. He's a dipshit, and he'll be out of the league shortly because he just won't change. It's
3: it's just – yeah, He'll have a, 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 healthy, a mysterious health issue by next season, right?
4: That maybe, by the My middle bad of, maybe by the middle of this one. But I guess the percentages on why he was cut, we'll never know. You just have to read into it on your own. Any last thoughts on Cam or any of the other things? Because I think Cam, we can wrap up in a nutshell, right? I mean, Mac Jones looks good. I think he scored on eight out of eight drives in the preseason, okay? And Cam isn't throwing the ball as well as he used to in his MVP days, but you you can throw all that stuff in together. I think the bigger question was is there isn't a single coach or, or GM who didn't take into account the vaccination when they were cutting players, period, end of story.
2: Completely agree, but particularly on Cam, because everything you said, Platt, is all true, but none of it would have mattered had Cam been good. He wasn't. And I think ultimately it matters that Cam was not better than the rookie. By the way, who I still think, with respect to two wins, Jalen Hurts will be the most successful of the three. That was a badass Alabama, like, locker room, though, bro. Like, Josh Jacobs was there, um, Najee. Like the, Jerry Judy and like Henry, Rugg, like they are, had some you hitters, can, bro.
4: You can probably pick like any Alabama locker room for the last two, ten years. <laughs>
2: That's true, but everyone I named of these.
4: I know, no, 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 no. And I, I'm not, right. no, I'm you're not. No, I'm not. Right. Yeah, I'm not. I agree with you that what well, that was, but like, there's a long list of those, especially lately. You're right. You're all right. Damn right. I, 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 Ahead, I, I just
3: want to say that, that Dave Shula, I don't remember, was it Dave Shula or Mike Shula that was the uh the offensive coordinator down there in Carolina? They can both kiss my ass because neither one of them was the good Shula. And shout out and RIB to the legend Don Shula. Is he dead? You know, and if Yeah, he, he yeah, he passed Don Shula years died ago, a few man. years ago, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the, but NFL stands for uh for Neposism for Long. For but life. yeah, for because I, no, but fuck the Shulas, whether it's Mike or Dave for life, fuck be them both, because for life, that's better nepotism for life. That's better. But the fuck Santa the Bell Shulas, Ring. because one of them, whether it's Mike or Dave, y'all wasted Cam's prime years by having him do literally everything on that Carolina team up into literally selling the tickets outside the stadium and popping the corn before the game. And you, you gave him one weapon, Jimmy Olsen. Greg Olson, my bad. You gave one guy that could play Greg Olson, and then you threw him out there with Ted Ginn. That one year they went to the Super Bowl, then were are and one Yeah, Ted Ginn caught 15 touchdown passes, but it dropped 18 that season. I watched them very closely.
2: Classic you never, Ted
3: Ginn. You, you never taught him any mechanics, which is why now that his athleticism is failing, he can't throw the ball. Yeah. The blood's on your hands, Dave. It's Shula or Michael Shula. They can both kiss my natural black, blackish ass. Great point
4: to transition over into the NBA there. Right away from Chris's,
3: you know, I don't know. Yeah, I I, I, darker, I, I, I detect dar- a, a hint of uh, sarcasm. You didn't really mean it.
2: Well, we don't want to talk about your not black, but like light brown ass. It's just not. It wasn't on the rundown.
4: Do you call them the Cleveland light browns? <laughs> what the ah! fuck <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, so geez. ben simmons wants out of philly bye yeah like shit he just he just
3: he basically made it harder for them to trade him <laughs> in other breaking news the sun came up today
2: in other breaking news, Bishop Sycamore. Sick- no, I'm, I'm I'm done with the Sycamore jumps. I'm sorry.
3: Yo, there we go. I I, 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 I see Sick a Sycamore starting quarterback next week as Betts. I see a Lane here. They'll get back on Espen. Oh,
2: hey, I guarantee you though, he's a he's gonna be the best quarterback in the world
4: because he damn sure ain't gonna take a shot himself. Well, no, that's the problem. Hello. He's the worst quarterback because he never throws the ball. No, he's a great passer. No, no, but in football, <laughs> he doesn't throw. He only runs in basketball, he passes and doesn't <laughs> shoot. It's like the main thing you need the offensive person to do, the quarterback to throw the ball, and the basketball player to shoot the ball. He's like, Nah, I can lateral like a motherfucker, though.
2: Did, I got a question, though. Did y'all see uh, Joel Embiid come out on Twitter today?
3: Yeah, this whole this is why this whole story is bullshit. Of course, there's no riff because that bridge has already been burned. If you heard not not only Embiid but Doc Rivers in that press conference after Why they you
2: call lost that the man home. by his government name, bro. That's disrespectful.
3: His mama named him Glenn. I'm gonna call him Glenn. All right. <laughs> well, listen though, <laughs> I don't even think his mama called
4: him Glenn no more. Who in their right like it could be right? He could be have no rift. But who in their right mind has the best center in the league who likes to post up on the inside and pairs them with a point guard that
3: is allergic to shooting the ball? Like that doesn't make sense anywhere. There is no rift, man. That bridge has been burnt down. They swept up the ashes, threw them in the incinerator, took them out, made clay molding ashtrays out of them, and then took Triple H's sledgehammer to those clay molding ashtrays that they made someone out should, of that. Like there's sh-
4: nothing. Someone should make ashtrays. You know, they're ashtrays, but in the shape
3: of an ass. Yeah, okay, cool. But uh, but I, uh <laughs> but I mean, no, but like I was I'll, saying... Though, I'll baby, take an ass ash tray. I, I probably would, too, on the lowest of keys. I just didn't want to admit it first. But if you hey. listen to their press conference, they did everything they could to throw that man under the bus with the exception of actually throwing him under the bus. Like, you knew what it was. We all know what it is. We all know this marriage is over. This basically is just the NBA trying to Snap some headlines because the NFL starting about to start. So we we all knew what it was. We already knew what it was. And matter of fact, didn't they come out and say? Didn't Ben Simmons come out and say some shit very similar to this about three four weeks ago?
2: I think he did. But I, I have because we know what it is with Ben Simmons. He's, he he got to go. They don't want him. There, he don't want him no more. But I I want to talk about something that we talk, We mentioned a lot, and I really want to get some understanding from all three of us. Because when you say throw him under the bus, I take throwing someone under the bus as getting undue criticism. Every single ounce of criticism thrown Ben Simmons away, he earned that playoff series. So, I mean, like, throwing him under the bus is like saying, remember um, with the last time the Warriors played the Cavs when J.R. Smith got the rebound and forgot to, to pe- take the timeout? Yeah. That's thrown under the bus because that ultimately didn't... That wasn't the reason they lost, right? That could have helped them possibly win, but they didn't lose because of that. That's thrown under the bus. Everything everybody said about Ben Simmons was factually fa- true. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just curious where we kind of fall on that because, uh, again, much like I don't want the rhetoric to be that Cam Newton didn't get cut... Cam Newton got cut for any other reason other than he wasn't better than the other guy, I don't want this the conversation to be theorized by the thought process that, well, you know, Ben Simmons really got to undo shake. No, <laughs> they gave him every opportunity and he just wouldn't shoot the damn
3: ball. No, I'm I'm not saying that the shake is undue. We all watched the playoffs. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. And I'm still, I still got all of my Ben Simmons stock. I still, I'm not giving up on that young man. But we all saw the playoffs. It is what it is. So when I say they threw him under the bus, typically in those situations, you know, the, the, the term coach speak or player speak, those are terms for a reason because they know how to politic themselves out of answering those questions. And we're podcasters. We we we're experts in the art of using a lot of words and not saying anything. And the players and the coaches do the exact same thing a lot of the times. But they didn't do that here. They didn't just flat out and say, fuck Ben Simmons. But. In no uncertain terms, they basically did. So that's when I say threw him under the bus. That's why I say threw him under the bus. Not saying it wasn't undue. Clearly it was due. But typically you don't see players or and especially coaches talking like that. They would have said something to kind of coddle him or sure. soften the blows. Like, you know, we win it as a team. We lose as a team. Y'all know how this goes, man. We all been watching sports for 30 years. Like, this is, this is how that go. That ain't how that shit went, though. <laughs>
2: I don't think it's how it should have <laughs> went either. That motherfucker got to go. Uh, hey, Portland, McCollum, I know y'all hate that trade. Man, everybody back gets scratched. Everybody everybody get fed. Everybody wallet gets thicker. If you just trade them one for one, throw a pick in there, keep it moving.
3: Well, they're screwed at this point, man, because the season finished starting. You know, Daryl Morey thinks he's smarter than everybody else. And, you know, he played himself on this one.
2: I got you. I got it. I got it. Ben Simmons and Shake Milton for Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday.
0: Boom. Ben Simmons for... Were...
4: <laughs> you were too tune prepared of that. Tune into the Pick and Roll with Christopher Platt and PC Tunney next week, every Wednesday <laughs> evening on Cheer Shot Radio Network. Shut up, Ray. Don't even start shit like that. All I'm going to say on a serious note is Ben Simmons ain't playing point guard no more. There ain't nobody in their right mind out there. There ain't no league executive. There ain't no smart coach out there that says, "Boy, I can turn Ben Simmons into my point guard." No, they're saying, "Boy, that dude Holy can shit. rebound. That dude can pass. That dude can move in transition, and he can play a hell of a hell of a hell of a defense against a number of different positions." Why in the fuck would I want to? convince this guy to try and shoot when he can't even convince himself to stay an extra five minutes after practice that's the kind of player you're looking at you're not looking at somebody that's out there and dedicated and working hard but just mentally can't get over the hump of releasing the ball in the game no it's a guy that doesn't want to work hard at his craft and his his peers and his teammates have said as much and some of them have even come out with, with their names and faces and said it publicly dude ain't gonna change it's gonna take a miracle for him to go with a perfect perfect place to get him to change who he is that's why i'm saying the only way he's valuable in the nba anymore is as as a wing or a power forward and an an ultimate defender and a guy who that can pass on transition otherwise you know you might as well just be playing four on five half court
3: that's not true tony and i'm gonna tell you why because number one the only position he could possibly play is point guard because he does everything else well except for shoot the ball he, do, he literally does everything else well. Number two, I, I keep saying this, man. I say this day in and day out on these very airwaves, these general managers, and, and more importantly, these coaches. They have egos just as big as the players. So out of 32 teams, there's at least 29 of them that are salivating at the mouth the possibility if of that was the case, he have been traded because, already. he have been traded already. That's just what they're thinking. No, 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 no. I, don't I, I you. I'm gonna get to that. I still don't This is you. what they're gonna say. They're gonna say, no, no th- I'm gonna get to that. But this is what they're saying. Once I get him in my system, no, nope. I can fix him. No. That no, that's how they think, motherfucker. No. That's literally how about, they think. Not about Ben Once Simmons. Once I get him in my system, no, I can fix him. The I don't problem is, though, so. though the problem is, everybody watched the playoffs. Everybody saw how Doc and Embiid and everybody said, fuck this dude, without saying, fuck this dude. And Daryl Morey, because he thinks he's the smartest guy in every room he's in, is trying to get a king's ransom for him. But the rest of the league already knows, yo, you not going to get what you think you're going to get. So they're going to stall him out and they're going to sweat him out. And when they finally do get rid of him they're not going to get the King's ransom that they think they are. So nobody's going to give up a first or nobody's going to give up anything of value for this guy. But don't think that 29 out of the 32 teams aren't salivating at the possibility of having this team. They just know that they got Philly over a barrel and they're not going to pay. It's a it's a it's a it's a a buyer's market right now. And they're not going to pay above value to get the guy. But it's they buy- want the guy. It's a There's buyer's market because nobody want wants guy. him. I if they wanted him, it. they'd already have traded for him, Chris. That's not true. I it's true. I literally just told you what the fuck is happening.
4: No, I no you, just told gave me, happening. you gave me I your opinion. You gave me your opinion of what's happening because much like Vince McMahon, we don't talk to him. You don't actually talk to any league executives. What I'm doing is going back on the history of the facts that have happened before us that not a single goddamn team is interested in this motherfucker. Period. That's true. Everything you've said is opinion.
3: That's not true. I'm going back on years and years of talking to motherfuckers that have been professional athletes. So you
4: know that there's 28 teams in the NBA that 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 want want Ben Simmons right now. That's what you know. You know that as a fact.
3: Yes, I'm saying it as a goddamn fact because I've talked about... Watch to out, Adrian like Wojnarowski. Here comes Western Chris Platt. And I know how these motherfuckers think. Like, all you got to do is look at what the fuck is happening. Yeah, ain't nobody traded for the motherfucker because they want too much for the motherfucker. That don't mean they don't want the motherfucker. That means they're not going to give up what Philly wants for the motherfucker to get the motherfucker. That's what the fuck I've been saying. That's what the fuck is happening. And if you don't see that, take the goddamn crack pipe out your fucking mouth. Anybody, not just Tony, anybody else, anybody in the media, everybody, kiss my fucking ass, because that's what the fuck is happening. So Um, I'll I'll take your answer off here.
4: I think that we found out that Adrian Wojnarowski, 32 NBA teams, 32 NBA contacts. Right below him, Christopher Platt, 32 teams, 28 NBA contacts. This is what's happening with Ben Simmons, apparently.
3: Yes, because Woj doesn't uh, dis- dishold information so he can keep his contacts and his relationships. intact. Because that's not how that world works at all. Nobody withholds information and shit that they know in order to keep their contacts. Yeah, th- that doesn't work like that at all. At all, whatsoever. Okay, cool. That's not how that works. Okay, cool. All right. All
4: right. Cool. Well, before Ray uh, crawls under his bed, he looks like he's getting scared. He's hugging his pillow. Uh, I think Platt has got him got him kind of scared over there. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to move on. We're going to move on to NCAA football. You're listening to Three Man Weave on Chairshow Radio Network.
0: This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com.
3: TheChairShot.com. Always use your head.
4: Before I get into some of the big games this week in the NCAA football, as some of the more major conferences kick off their schedules, is there anything I should know, Platt, about NCAA football that you haven't been telling me from the inside information that you have?
3: Yes, that my nuts would fit perfectly in your mouth, sir.
4: Alright, folks, oh. it is known throughout it's known throughout That's Division I NCAA football ranks that Platt's nuts. The size of Platt's nuts is known throughout NCAA hey. football. <laughs> All right, let's run down some games here as Ray is getting a in-studio guest at the time. Chris, Ohio State kicks off Thursday. Thursday evening on Fox against Minnesota. I think that should be an easy win for them. What are you looking at? Ohio State ranked fourth coming into the year, Chris.
3: Well, of course they are. They're always going to be ranked and overranked. I mean, they're the premier team in college football, so they're always going to be overranked. It just is what it is. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see what they got, and that's it. I gotta wait and see and see how they look versus Minnesota. It Should be an easy win, but yeah, we'll see. Ray? Can you repeat the
2: question?
4: Yeah, well, you got in. You're so popular, you get in studio guests. It's all good, man. Um, <laughs> Ohio State ranked fourth. You think that's uh, that's legit?
2: I mean, probably uh, they're they're gonna lose like they always do <laughs> in in the playoff. Um, yeah, man, I, it, somebody from the, from the non SEC world has to be up there, right? So, why not? Ohio State always has a stacked team. The issue with Ohio State is, can they beat the best teams in football? It's never do they deserve to be ranked high. Yeah, I, I don't know. that one person on the team
3: can't tell I you. Yeah, I don't I, and I don't even think they always deserve to be ranked high and I'm a fan. But
1: well, they don't have
3: the depth. They don't always have the depth to deal with some of those, you know, those southern schools. It just is what it is and that sometimes bears itself out when they get to these playoffs, you know.
4: So, a lot of people have a problem with the initial rankings in college football, much like college basketball. You don't really know what you mm. know. So, for me, I would wait to put rankings out until week 2. And if you want to know how people that know are assessing the season, look at the odds to win the NCAA football championship. That's not just someone propping up a, a school over and over again in the top because you're not gonna look stupid for putting someone up there like that, even if they lose. This is somebody whose literal money that they're sitting on is on the line and they're gonna give you the best possible line on who they think is better than the other. That's just that's just my opinion on the on the beginning of the ranking system. Okay, to, to start Great the season.
2: I- Great idea, and to, to to that point, I don't pay attention to the rankings until they start making the college football rankings. Was that like week six or so? Week
3: eight. They start it, getting man.
2: together, and yeah, that's when it really matters to me because what? like I'm starting to get to the nitty gritty where the rankings actually mean something.
3: Yeah, but you got to stack the deck because, you know, there's certain teams that their fan bases travel well and they generate more money than others. Is the reason, same reason why if Notre Dame finishes in the top five of the BCS, they're automatically going to be in, you know, oh, one of the top games. And Mr. they hot they garbage. They hot garbage.
2: This- the BCS died a death worse than Bishop Sycamore is gonna
4: die. All right, let me. You know what
3: I'm. Me, you know what we, I'm talking about. Man. Can there I get no, another Sycamore
2: joke?
4: Uh, you just okay, did. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Let's keep Let me run down the. Let me just run down some of the better games, then we can come back and keep talking about it. Penn State will travel to Wisconsin. That is a Saturday morning game. Uh, Indiana and Iowa. That's a top twenty game. Alabama and Miami. In Miami, if Miami can beat Alabama. They are college football playoff bound because the rest of their schedule is pretty much hot garbage. Alabama, shout- gentlemen, th- thoughts on Alabama? I I don't
2: I don't know any thoughts on Alabama. I know they got to do quarterback, but shout out to De'Eric King, who should be your Heisman winner for Miami.
3: Bama's Bama is Bama. I want to ask you, Tony, how's uh, Wisconsin looking this year? What you think?
4: I don't know. They're always ranked somewhere between eight and fifteen. They'll get up as high. I mean, it, they. They literally shouldn't lose a game until they end up playing Ohio State in the Big Ten Championship. They don't have to play anybody really difficult. I think Penn State here is one of their toughest games. They do have Notre Dame on their schedule. We'll see. I don't. I don't see them being a powerhouse. Uh, what else we and got? And they here? got Penn
2: State in Wisconsin because if they had to go to state college, it may be a different game.
4: It's. It's always a true story. It's a middle of nowhere uh, college. <laughs> Penn State is in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. Uh, what do we got? Louisiana taking on Texas. Georgia and Clemson, the the biggest of all the matchups. Number five, Georgia at number three, Clemson. Clemson should be good again. Uh, DJ Uwangalele taking over for the Clemson. Yep, you know I got to get my names in. Yeah,
2: that boy got the linguistics yeah. today, amalgamation. Yeah.
4: What? Here's the other big thing we didn't talk about is, I don't know his first name, but his last name is Young, and he got pegged the starter for Alabama. And he also signed a 1.4 million dollar contract with, uh, I don't Look know, some him. kind of publicity company or something like that. I mean, Look these kids are making him. money now. These kids are all making money.
3: Yeah, that's why. Uh, that's why Avengers Assemble. Oh yeah, there's there's no doubt they're they're gonna care, man. I I don't. I'm not gonna start yelling again, but I hate that narrative. Because these athletes, man, they're literally the most competitive people on the face of the planet. That's why they get to that level. You know what the I mean? On,
2: the only reason I ask, because I am I agree with you whole, wholeheartedly, I don't want to make you think that this is a combative uh, thought process. I agree completely that oftentimes you can tell somebody saying something they don't want to say when they make this, that statement. Um, but the only reason I bring it up now is because very clearly we know that. Football, we know more than ever is a, is a sport that takes years off of your life, right? In in a real way, not just not just sports years, but like real life years. So if you're making money, and the whole point of playing college football is quite literally for the the better players, quite literally to get to the to the NFL, there is no one and done like in the, like in, in in college basketball or go overseas. You have to play three years at least, right? So with the money being said, why would they care as much hypothetically until they get to the league? Because their bodies, in basketball, you're hurting your body, but not the way football is. You know, the the level of catastrophic injury you can get by getting kicked by somebody is different than the one if you have a non-contact injury or something like that, right? So I just think it's a worthy conversation for some of these people to have to say, do I really care as much? Whereas if you wouldn't get paid, You'd have to give a, a, a thousand percent because it's the only way you're gonna get paid. You know what
3: I'm saying? No, I get that. That's a fair, yeah, that's a fair argument to make. I think that they have the opportunity to make more money at the the next level. I think ultimately where this ends up going is that it's gonna be similar to the NBA, where you're gonna have guys coming straight out of high school going into the league. You know what I mean? I think that's where we're heading here. Not maybe not next year definitely not this year not next year it'll be a while but within the next uh five to 15 years that's that's where we're going
2: and homie's name is Bryce Young It's on the tv right now Bryce Young um by the way quick on this game Clemson has to win because if Clemson loses there's no other chance they have a chance to get back in the top four I don't think Given given necess- given what their division their their conference is compared to SEC and the number of SEC teams is gonna be around. And if uh Miami runs the table, and if Ohio State doesn't trip over themselves, literally they have a red carpet to the top four if they don't lose. Clemson could see themselves out of the top ten, honestly, if they Ooh. lose this game.
3: Well, the thing with the SEC is they're gonna beat each other up. With the poss- with the obvious exception of Alabama, the possible exception of Georgia. So if somehow but Georgia, can, mean more. but if somehow Georgia can overtake Alabama, and that's the only loss on Clemson's schedule, they, they could finagle themselves back into the 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 playoffs. I'll, I'll say, not the a BCS in, apparently. A, a
2: loss in the SEC means more than a loss in the, who the fuck did they, what, ACC? ACC,
0: right?
2: yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah, it means a lot more. So, like, if Clemson loses, uh, uh, any, even, if they, even if Georgia loses to LSU, right, or just a random SEC team, most people are going to say, well, it's the SEC. If Clemson goes up to North Carolina and loses, people are going to be like, oh, no, get them out the, get them out the league. You know what I'm saying? I'm being facetious, but you get the point. Of so course, Clifton so. has a, a higher mountain to climb than any good SEC team.
4: Not exactly, because uh-huh. all they would have to do is just win the rest of their games. And they would win the ACC, and they've been in it so many times. And ooh, their loss is a good loss. And they have the whole season to make up for it. Because they're going to be. Conference championships is still something. But to your point. That's why they're looking to expand the playoff. So, you know, it do, never helps to start behind the eight ball, losing to a team like that.
2: And, and, I, and the, they always say, if you're going to lose, lose in the beginning.
3: Yeah, got all year to make it up. That being said, um, is there anything else anybody wanted to get out and just say? I guess not. Um <laughs> What does this mean? Shout out to everybody. <laughs> the, the, that's funny, but the, the, I have a joke there, but nobody would know what the hell I was talking about with the joke, so I'm not even going to say it. Shout out to Ben Simmons. Clearly, that's a bone of contention here on the weave. I hope I you find yourself on your feet.
4: I didn't know you had that many contacts. I'm sorry. I underestimated.
3: Now, you, now you're now you being a dick, because <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You're just purposely acting like you don't know what I'm saying. no. That be- yeah. No, I didn't say nothing about no contacts. I'm just saying. That being said, shout out to PC Tunney and his highlighter colored shirt shout on today. Shout out to Chris Platt
4: and his contacts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh shit! I love you, but kiss my ass, Mister Cash. Why would you let the good folks know where they can find you, sir?
2: Um, at I, at mommy and daddy stop fighting twenty five. A.K.A. uh, It's Ray Cash. That's R-E-Y's and Mysterio. C-A-S-H and them dollars. Apparently Bishop Sycamore does not have.
3: Mr. Tunney, where can they find uh, your tweets shitting on Ben Simmons and Bishop Sycamore?
4: Bishop Sycamore, worst scam ever. And I'm going to make no money. Uh, You can find me at PC Tunney. (laughs) You can find me on Twitter and Facebook. Continue to listen to everything. Radio Network. And later on you can find me, you know, just trying to Build a bigger Rolodex as Chris.
3: Shut up. I can't even. And the, the sad part is, I can't even disagree with you. It was, a, while I love the scam, it was the worst scam ever because they didn't make a near not a dollar off of it. So, yet good for you. Yet. Oh, you waiting for the documentary on Netflix?
2: Man, they all about to be loaded.
3: <laughs> Y'all can find me on Twitter at The Real C Platt. Or you can find me as the new starting quarterback of, of, <laughs> of the Sycamore Squad. So you'll see me on ESPN in about two weeks, though it passes. If anybody asks, I'm 17. I'm gonna have to shave the beard. And I'm probably gonna have to talk like this for the whole time when they interview me after the game. <laughs> so that's how we're gonna do it. But yeah, you find me on Twitter at the real C Platt. More importantly. If you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out, make sure y'all go to ProWrestleTees.com for slash no, the chair shot You sound And pick up an official Chairshot t-shirt. Always use your head.
4: You sound like a cracked out Mickey Mouse. sound
2: like it hurt.
3: That's <laughs> what. And since it's Labor Day, ladies and gentlemen, if you type in the promo code Labor Day, you might get 20% off your t-shirt. at the chance at
2: ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. Then come see me i on one of the
4: happiest place on earth. Go, just keep Ooh. wasting my time. I know you ain't got nothing to do the rest of the night.
3: Oh, shut up. Why you been throwing subliminal shots at me all night, man? What's wrong with you?
4: I don't want to listen to you well, play I... Pro Wrestling Tees with this fucking cracked out Mickey Mouse.
3: Well, okay. <laughs> make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com. Oh the chair shot. <laughs>
4: I guess I'll have to do this. You're going to get us out of here or not?
2: Oh.
3: All jokes aside, man, if you appreciate the content we provide day in and day out, make sure y'all go to prowrestlingtees.com. slash the chair shot. Promo code Labor Day. You'll get 20% off. For the Commissioner PC Tunney for the Reverend Raymond Cash I'm Mr. Velvet Price Christopher Platt thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave we'll see you back here next week St. Platt Time St. Platt Channel until then Shalom The champ is here I just my, my shit my, shit my, my the champ champ is here this, this shit is crazy, crazy. Champ The, is crazy. Champ the is evil here. genius Green <laughs>
1: TheChairShot.com
2: The is The Always use your head.